0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, October 24th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. What legal process should govern in the case of contractors accused of killing 17 Iraqi civilians? Cato Institute Senior Fellow in Constitutional Studies Ilya Shapiro says there are rules under which justice should proceed, but ultimately what happens may
1: be as much a political decision as a legal one. Uh, Military forces, whether it be Army, Navy, Marines, are all governed by the Uniform Code of Military Justice, the UCMJ. So, whether a soldier on base in the United States or uh, while acting on the battlefield in Iraq commits some sort of atrocity or whatever other kind of violation of the UCMJ, of this Military Code of Justice, he'll be prosecuted in a court martial or a according to other uh, related proceedings, according to the military code. Contractors, are not, as civilians, are not typically bound by the UCMJ, although contractors to the Defense Department uh, are theoretically under its jurisdiction as well. Although, rarely in history, I can't think of, a, of an example off the top of my head, and certainly not in Iraq, has a civilian... Uh, contractor of the Defense Department been subject to prosecution under that code. For contractors who are who have their contracts with other U.S. government agencies, like uh, the biggest one being the State Department, of course, those definitely are not subject to the UCMJ. There are other federal statutes that would cover cases of wrongdoing or extra-contractual abuse of power by State Department or Justice Department or transportation department, we have them from from all sorts of of agencies, uh, contractors wrongdoing. You hear about also the Coalition Provisional Authority Order No. 17, which granted immunity to government officials of all sorts for their official acts. Uh, That Order 17 also covered contractors, now, conventionally, it's thought that that means that they're completely immune from anything that they do, for anything that they do on Iraqi soil, but that's just not the case. Uh, it is that the contractors are not liable for, or are immune from from prosecution under the Iraqi laws for acts that are part of their contractual obligations. So, let's say um, a security detail is speeding along the highway, protecting their... Uh, U.S. State Department official and happens to uh, hit another car uh, because that driving was in the course of their duties under the contract, they would be immune from the Iraqi justice system in that case. Uh, they they are not certainly protected from uh, liability under the Iraqi laws for things like murder, rape, child abuse, you know, theft. Uh, all these types of things that could in no way be part of um, fulfilling their contract.
0: In the events of September 16th, where 17 Iraqi civilians were killed by Blackwater guards, whether or not they had initiated a fire against the Blackwater guards, which is, uh, remains to be seen, what arguments can be made about what their status ought to be in terms of trying to fulfill their contract?
1: Well, again, uh, if we take these very serious allegations at face value, if everything that the the worst reports that are being alleged are true, then these guards opened up for no reason um, on a group of Iraqi civilians killing many of them uh, and wounding others. Um, This obviously would not be part of their contractual duties, and therefore, in theory, they'd be liable to the Iraqi justice system we shouldn't really be jumping to conclusions until a full government investigation is, is completed. But to the extent that there's anything that is... To the extent that there's any behavior that's culpable uh, by the contractors, they should certainly be held to account. The question is whether that's in an Iraqi courtroom uh, or under some proceeding in the United States by um, an American court or... Or other type of uh, proceeding. The question of whether to hold them, to try them, in an Iraqi court is really more a political and diplomatic one than a legal one. Because, as I said earlier, uh, if their acts aren't um, in fulfilling their contract properly, then they're not immune and they would be subject to the, to the Iraqi court. Um, from my experience with Iraqi courts, however, especially with how they treat foreigners or um, people that don't belong to the area or something that's a, a very high profile, as this obviously would be, I'm not certain uh, that, that these people, who are U.S. citizens after all, would be accorded the full uh, procedural rights that we would expect them to have, that we would want them to have in any judicial proceeding. Uh, but it would be a political decision as to whether to subject them to a uh, liability in Iraqi court. I think the better course, though, would be to bring them home to the United States, try them under the appropriate legal authority, and, and those authorities now exist, though they have not been tested, um, and let them, face, uh, let them face justice in the United States. Because at the end of the day, uh, if you do wrong, if you do something that's, that's criminal, you have to, to face the music on that, whether th- we're talking about the particular individuals who might have uh, discharged their weapons unlawfully or uh, Blackwater itself as a corporate entity if there was any negligence on their part.
0: Ilya Shapiro is a Senior Fellow in Constitutional Studies at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to this and other Cato podcasts at iTunes. You can find the link at cato.org.